Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. Hey guys, what's going on and welcome back to the Business Shift podcast. I'm excited today because I'm wanting to do a little bit of a different episode. I've been talking about some pretty tactical things when it comes to client success, fulfillment, the business side of things. Obviously, we've been having a lot of guest episodes on, which have been amazing, talking about that transition from going to from solopreneur to business owner um, and all of the goodies when it comes to business tactical, tactical side of things, excuse me. Um, so today, I wanted to take a little bit of a different approach and talk from the mindset perspective or more uh, the accountability, the... Um, yeah, mindset. I think that's a good way to describe it. Um, so today, the topic that I wanted to cover was doing what's required. I've been thinking about this all this week, and I've been having some really interesting insights about this topic that I haven't had before. So the whole idea of this topic kind of came about from me scrolling on threads. Uh, someone I like to follow is Alex Hermosi. I think he does a great job on threads and X now, that formerly that was formerly known as Twitter, right? Um, I think he does a great job on that platform because he gives such great value add in just a couple of sentences. And so you should definitely go and follow him on those platforms if you guys are running your own business because it's fantastic. But he made a post saying, do, now I'm paraphrasing, okay? I'm not quoting the exact thing word for word, but it was essentially do what's required even if it, means, okay, I'm going to totally butcher this. Let me try again. (laughs) Do what's required, even if that means giving more than your best. Okay. I think that was a better delivery of that. So what he means by this and how I can break this down is sometimes what is required to hit your goal is more than what you can give. Have you heard anybody say, oh, I I made sure I I did my very best. That's all I have. That's all I could give. At first, growing up, thinking of that phrase, that phrase I use as an excuse to not hitting a result or to not showing up for a goal. Because I looked at it and it was like, well, yeah, this is all I have. This is all I can give. And then the results would not be hit or the quota would not be met. And so I use that kind of as a crutch of, well, that's all I have to give. So what else could you expect from me? Because there was nothing else left. But he, Alex, brought up this idea of your best. If your best is not meeting what's required, then your best is not enough. And that simply is telling you that your best needs to get better you need to be better. Your best is not enough. There is more of you that's required in order for you to hit your goal. And that was something that really struck me because like I said before, I always had this idea of, well, if I just give my best, that's enough then to hit my goals. But that does not seem to match reality (laughs) when I don't hit my goals and I give my very best. An example of this is me. I've been training for uh, this event I'm attending in October where I'm running my first 10K. 
And since I'm living in Vermont during this time of filming this episode, uh, there's a lot of hills around us because we live on a mountain. And so my running has now switched into hiking <laughs> uh, because wherever we leave, whenever we leave our house, I either have to go up or I have to go down. And if I go down, that means I have to come up eventually. And so I have started to incorporate this workout within my training called Hills, where I run up and down the hills and I try to complete it in as fast a time as possible. And so it could be, okay, we're going to run up this hill five times and we're going to go up and down five times. That's as fast as we can. And then we time it. I found the first time doing that, and actually I'm still doing this, is I can't run up the hills the whole time. And so the goal is you need to run up the hills the whole time. That is the goal. That is what is required of my goal. Yet I cannot hit that though I'm giving my best. So I'm coming in and I'm giving my best. I I make sure that when I train, I'm giving all that I have. I'm putting all of my energy and strength out there. And my best still isn't enough because it's not hitting what's required. I mean, I can't run up the hills I can't run them like run all the way up the hills and then run all the way back down. I have to like power walk through half of the hill because it's too difficult for where I'm currently at. And so that's an example of my best falling short of what's required to hit the goal because what's re- what's required to hit the goal. The goal is I run up the hills five times in a row without stopping. My best isn't hitting that. And I think that there are ways that this correlates into business because there are things that happen in business where we go, well, I'll try my very best, but it's almost being used as an excuse to uh, not figure out a way to do what's required because goals have demands. You, Every single goal that you set has demands. Now, these demands don't care whether you're tired whether you your best isn't enough, right? It doesn't care. All it all it has is if you want this thing, you must do this. And I am finding as I work with clients and work in this kind of accountability space and customer uh, customer experience space, that people are now becoming more and more okay with. Well, I gave my best, and so the goal needs to adjust to me rather than. I gave my best and my best wasn't enough. So how do I make my best better? Does that make sense? People are under looking at it going, well, my goal just needs to adjust. Like, okay, well, then that's not the right goal. I need to go and change something else. I need to go and find a new shiny object. I need to go and do something else rather than how do I actually level up my skills to be better to then meet what's required of my goal? That is how personally I'm starting to see things and starting to form an opinion around how things need to be approached is going, okay, if I want to, let's say I want to lose 30 pounds or I want to make 10K a month, right? What does that goal require? And we're in a space and a time in uh, a time in history, right? That we have access to so much information to get insight on what's required 
of these goals that we want to hit, right? Before the internet, before we were able to look into people's lives, because there are are so many successful people that are willing to share their journeys, which I'm so incredibly grateful. People like Alex Hermosi or Tom Billy or things like that, where they go, yeah, we have made 10K a month, uh, or we have made a million dollar, billion dollar businesses and we've sold them, right? And they're sharing their experiences. They're sharing their lives. What's so amazing about that process is that we can now look and go, that is what it took right? They took this path and it may have looked different than someone else's path to a billion dollar business, but they took this path and there are commonalities between them to look at it and go, what was required to hit this goal? And that I think is the first step is when you, when you set a goal, people often just think about the result. They just think about, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to hit. That would be so cool if I hit that. That's so great. They get really excited about it. But they never actually stop to consider, well, what what is this actually going to require of me? Because this may be beyond, it probably is beyond your current capacity, your current ability as a human. And so if you're coming in each day going, I'm just going to give my best, you're never going to hit the requirements of your goal. You got to come in and go, okay, my best isn't good enough. So how do I need to adapt? How do I need to change to make my best better? So then I hit my goals. And so that's the first thing is starting to get insight and awareness of what is required to hit the goals that you have. And the great thing is that we have information and we have tools in order to figure that out instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks, right? We don't know. We no longer have to do that. We no longer have to go, okay, well, I don't know what's required because I've never tried to go after this goal before. We can now look at people who've already achieved that goal. More people are doing coaching. More people are offering um, ways to see their journey. And so you can shortcut that process and go, okay, well, what was required for them? And maybe look at 10, 20 people who have hit the same goal that you're trying to achieve and go, what are the commonalities between all of them? And what am I finding that they did that was required of them? Because yes, there are going to be things that you uh, don't expect that you can't predict. That's normal because people's journeys are different, but there are commonalities and there are things that you can learn from others people's journey to shortcut your process and to get there faster. And so if you can look at a goal and go, this is what's required, this is what I'm gonna have to do, and then actually take a moment to commit to it and go, this thing is what I'm committing to, I'm okay with it in myself, So I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to push me, but I'm okay with that. And I'm going to move towards it. And I'm going to do what's required. Not what my best is, but what's required. You now change the game on your ability to hit your goals. Because throughout that process, most people maybe look at a goal. They may figure out what's required, but they don't take that last step to actually commit to it. Where motivation for wanting something becomes discipline for needing something. Because now it's no longer about, well, I'll just wait to feel motivated about this. I'll just wait until I feel like giving my best. This is just something that I want. It becomes, this is something that I desperately need. And I am going to build discipline around this thing. So then it happens no matter what. And that's the main difference between motivation and discipline is motivation shows up no matter what. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Discipline shows up no matter what. Motivation is fickle. 
because discipline goes, you're tired. I show up anyway. It does what's required. Whereas motivation is, well, I feel good now, so I'll do something now, but I don't feel good now, so I'm not going to do anything now. That I think is the major shift between people who are able to stay consistent in the long term. And that's the whole point. The whole point is consistency to be able to do this over a long period of time, because the more that you can delay your gratification, the bigger your results are going to be. You can pay the price now, so then you can pay for whatever you want later. That's a motto. That's something I heard from Grant Cardone. That's a motto that I'm starting to live by is pay the price now. So I can pay for whatever I want to later. That applies directly to the wealth that I'm building. But so many people do not hold themselves accountable. They don't commit. They don't make something a a need. And it's just something that if it happens, great. If it pushes them out of their comfort zone, uh, they have to give more than their best. uh, That's really a stretch. And so that's why I think most businesses fail. So if you find that useful, take the time to think through the goals that you've set and go, okay, what's required and am I wanting to commit to this? And another thing that I realized today was that you can have conflicting goals and it's really important that you sort those out as soon as possible because if you have conflicting goals, there will be tension between those two, especially if they're in the same if they're in the same field, right? So if you have two conflicting health goals that you're trying to commit to, it's going to be very difficult to do both of them. You have to make a decision about one or the other. And so understand, okay, are there, are there things that are conflicting with my goals? And then look at, look at the next step you could take is going, what are the priorities? So if this thing comes up, what will I do? Um, An example of this is I'm going to an event this weekend and I know the event will probably run long, but I committed to starting my nightly routine at 9am. And so I'm pretty sure the event's going to go later than 9am and I wanted to get into bed by 10. And so it's probably going to go later than that. So I made a goal to commit to going to bed at 10am, but it's like, if this event goes later, I know that I'm not going to go to bed. (laughs) And so that shows me some priorities that I have. And it's really important for me to sort those out and be okay with those things instead of pretending, yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to go to bed at 10 a.m. Uh, sorry, 10 p.m. If I was saying 10 a.m., not 10 a.m., 10 p.m. Um, but it's important for me to sort those out and become okay with that in myself so then I can move forward. All right. So to recap, do what's required. To understand what's required, set a goal. Look at what others have doing have been doing. Find the commonalities between them. Ask yourself, are you ready to commit? Which shifts your goal into becoming a need and build discipline around that. Then you can look at how do my priorities fit in there? Sift through any conflicting goals that you have. And that is what I'm working on. And uh, so far, I think think it will bring a lot of progress. This has been something that I've seen that's been required of people who are successful in business. Because I've been looking at that going, what is required to be successful in business? And this is something that constantly is coming up. Discipline over motivation. Doing what's required over giving just what's your best. All right. Hope that's helpful. Use it if it's useful. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love 
to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.